Welcome to Getting Cozy with Erin Hill. Now here's our mama. Hey y'all, welcome back to Getting Cozy with Erin Hill. I am so excited because today I have a podcast that I really, really enjoy and I have been following them on Instagram and we have connected and wanted to do like a collaboration, a collaborative pod together. So I'm really excited to have Alex and Lauren from Basic Bitch Podcast with me today from Seattle. Welcome guys. Hey, thank you so much for having us. Of course, my pleasure. Now, you guys are up in Seattle. Are you seeing a lot of snow right now? I mean, we're like in the dead of winter. So us California people, we're we're curious (laughs) if you guys are like snowed in up there. So we've actually only had about one flurry of snow aside from, you know, the mountains, which always get snow, but it's definitely been a warmer winter here. Definitely still raining, but no snow, which, you know, got to probably attribute that to climate change, unfortunately. So very bizarre, warm time, even though it's gray. (laughs) Right. I know I just got back from Tahoe and we had 12 feet fall within like 24 to 48 hours. It was insane. Wow. That's crazy. That's more snow than I've ever seen in my entire life. (laughs) I know. I was going to say, I've never seen that much snow either, I don't think. (laughs) It's really a trip when you're like looking outside and you literally just see the snow accumulate like, you know, before your eyes. And you're just like, is it going to stop anytime soon? No, it's actually not going to stop. It's just going to keep on going. But a lot of fun. It was it was a great time up there. So, guys, I would love to know how you guys got your podcast started. How do you guys know each other? Tell us all the fun details of the story of, like, how you came to be. Well, I guess to start off with how we know each other, we're actually best friends. We've known each other. Uh, we met when we were in middle school. Um, and for reference, I'm 28 now and Alex is 27. So we've been uh, pretty good friends, you know, really strengthened our, and I guess established our friendship truly in high school and have been best friends ever since. You know, I've always been into the Bachelor franchise. I've been watching off and on since about 2009. And then Alex joined me um, in watching because I would never stop talking about it. She roped <laughs> me into it. I thought it was super, super. I was like, who would want to watch these girls on a show, like, fight for a guy? I thought it was really stupid. And then <laughs> it, it just roped me in. And so we you know, started watching with Rachel Lindsay's season. Mm-hmm. And then a couple seasons in, I texted Lauren one day and I was like, uh, I have a crazy idea. We should start a podcast. And it kind of evolved from there. And I came up with the idea. I was like, we should name it something like basic bitch or like the average girls. And then January of last year, we started our first episode, got pretty drunk and (laughs) recorded it that was the only way we got the courage to do it and it's evolved from there yeah oh my gosh well you guys know I'm a lover of the bachelor franchise I actually am quite a bit older than you guys I watched from season one in college wow that's crazy yeah Yeah. I started probably around season one because my mom was watching it and I think she was a little like I don't know if my kids should be watching this with me but I'll just let it slide right so I'd like peep my head in and um you know as it got to the age where it's probably more appropriate for me to watch than she let me watch um full episodes so I've I've seen a lot of the older seasons as well but it's evolved as you know <laughs> oh my gosh absolutely I feel like it's come 180 from where it used to be all about the love story not so much drama but it's funny 
because we're learning more and more that there was actually a lot of drama back then and a lot of producer influence is coming kind of to the surface. So it's really, really interesting to kind of hear from older uh-huh. contestants start like uh-huh. spilling tea about that. I would love to have some of them on to tell us, you know, how it was back in the day, right? But yeah, that, absolutely. That's awesome. So you guys started during Peter season then? Yep, Peter. Yeah, Peter was our first season. We recapped, and then um, obviously there was no Bachelor in Paradise, which we were prepared for. And then Claire and Tasha, right? They had to hold off. Oh yeah, because of COVID. Yeah, like eight months. That was that was a rough period in our lives, wasn't it? With like eight months of no Bachelor content. Yeah. And yeah. then they decided to put back-to-back seasons of Bachelor and Bachelor Now with, like, one week off. So, uh, yeah, it's been a lot. <laughs> that was crazy. I needed some recovery time, to be honest. Like, that was, that was a little much with all the – and then the continuing drama with Clarendale. So where do you guys sit with the Clarendale situation? Like, are you Team Claire or Team Dale? Or are you guys split? <laughs> You know, without knowing all of the details, and I don't think anyone really ever will, Mm -hmm. um, it's really hard to kind of say, but we usually lean towards supporting the female side, I think. (laughs) So in this situation, obviously, we're more in support of Claire. Um, Of course, we've seen her for so many seasons on various Bachelor shows, and we all just want to see her happy and and find her person. And so, of course, it was heartbreaking to hear that that didn't happen with Dale. I'm sure Dale is a decent person, and maybe he you know had different intentions going on the show we'll never know I guess but I hope him though you know wish him the best but if if he did do something vile to Claire that we're not aware of then he's on the shit list (laughs) right I know let's hope not right what are your thoughts on the season so far with Matt well there's been a lot of drama that I feel like is just from the producers and it's to be honest, it's been a shit show. Um, mm-hmm. And if you've listened to our pretty much our past two episodes, we've dedicated a lot of our time to talk about the bullying that's been going on, which is incredibly sad and just not okay. And we really hope that the Bachelor franchise can do better in the upcoming seasons because these girls are putting their life out there they're you know stepping away from work for you know two months and for them just to go on a show and get bullied um and not have a great experience and for the the world in a way to be watching it's just not okay yeah it's definitely been a a bit of a different vibe this season right out of the gate Mm -hmm. especially with of course the drama that victoria has brought to the crowd um so it definitely wasn't what we were anticipating of course you know every season has its drama but we've i don't i don't think i've ever remembered a time it was to this level so it's definitely a change of of pace and vibe i think yeah and i i really hope that (laughs) the drama calms down here in the next episode or two and that we get to the good old like love stories and what the bachelor is really about I really have enjoyed watching Matt, though, as someone who hasn't been on the show before. He's a fresh new face. His vibe is really great. I think he is a a great guy, um, and I'm excited to see how it unfolds with him. We have seen a couple rumors about what happens in the end, and so I'm I'm really curious to see what truly does uh, go down in the end. 
Oh my gosh, I've been trying my best to stay unspoiled. So I'm going to try to continue. But it's so hard. I know being on social media, and we all are just so often. It's so hard because you just do one scroll and you could just ruin the whole thing, you know, for you. So I understand that completely. Yeah, I have to say, first of all, I applaud you guys for talking about the bullying that's going on in the show. I think it's something that we do need to discuss and that does need to be out in the open. And I hope that producers or I know like, I know a couple of producers follow me, but I hope that like people are watching and seeing the way we're reacting to it. And I'm hoping that it's a negative. Mm-hmm. I hope that they see it as like a negative reaction. Like, okay, we need to get away from this. You know, we, we want the drama and it, there can still be drama without this bullying and mean girl mentality, oh, right? Yeah. So there can still be some drama there. Cause yeah, we get it. We want the love story and the drama, but the type of drama, like the negativity that Victoria is bringing in, you know, just it's it's too much. And you're right. I, I think I haven't. I thought there was a lot on Peter's season. But this season, takes, uh-huh. taking it to a whole nother level. I mean, the whole taking the crown off of Catalina's head, you know, the, the uh-huh. utter disrespect. And it was literally just a disgusting act. And if producers told her to do that, I mean, I am sorry. Like, that is just, uh-huh. it's unacceptable, you know, completely. So... We are fans of the Mean Girls movie as it's a basic bitch staple, but we don't want to see Mean Girls meets The Bachelor. Like, I think we're over that at this point. (laughs) Yeah, and you can see all the memes that are out there that people are literally equating, you know, this season to Mean Girls, which is not what you want. That is not what you want. Definitely been the the worst season with the drama and Mm -hmm. the bullying between the people in the the house or we should say hotel in this case (laughs) right um and i'm just like i just want to get back to the love story and the the cute dates i'm i'm over the drama yeah for sure and the apology that you know victoria put out i don't know if you saw it but it was so insincere Uh and she kept deleting it and reposting it so i don't know what that's about but Extremely insincere, extremely just, you know, hollow to me, Um, just saving face. I I just, I didn't appreciate it. But I will say that Ben Higgins, who was on, um, who did the group date, you know, that was super cute. I loved, that was like my favorite part, um, except for Michelle's date. That was also an amazing highlight. But Ben did a couple interviews saying that the drama does subside and we do see more of a love stories, you know, coming to the to the forefront. So I'm happy to hear that. And I think Ben actually told him to kick the drama out, you know, no matter what he needed to do, because he's not going to find his person if he is completely consumed with the dramatic girls. Yeah, well, Ben Higgins always giving us a glimmer of hope, right? Right, I, love it. <laughs> I know. By the way, and I mentioned this on a, a former episode, his book alone in plain sight have you guys heard of it or read any of it or yeah we actually got an early um copy of it i'm only a couple of pages in but i'm actually really liking it so far it's definitely different than a lot of the other books that we've seen from prior leads or contestants oh my gosh that book to me i just finished it over the weekend it was profound i was so blown away by the questions that he asks or poses and the conversations that he has, you know, with the reader. I read it nonstop probably in like a day. Like I literally just in one sitting just finished it because I just couldn't put it down. It was so, so good. Definitely, definitely check that out. Let me know what you think when you finish the book because I was blown away. Definitely. For sure. Yeah, I'll definitely let you know. I'm uh, planning on uh, reading through it more tonight. Um, it's my kind of cozy Saturday night reading night for me. So we love cozy. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. 
So, um, well, who are you guys' maybe top three girls? Are you guys decided on those or are you split? Do you have like a top three in mind? <laughs> I would say my top three are Abigail. I absolutely love her. Mm-hmm. She, I want to be like best friends with her. She seems <laughs> super sweet, super fun, down to earth. Definitely Michelle. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of the first girls that he has kissed with his ice clothes, finally. <laughs> yes. And then I think I'm kind of stuck on two other girls. I think either Serena P or Rachel. I, I'm kind of debating between those two. So maybe top four. Okay. <laughs> Does that work? Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I I lean more toward, I do love Abigail. I just don't know if Matt will bring her to the top, mm-hmm. but I love what we saw on the date with Michelle that was refreshing and, you know, traditional bachelor style of having just a good old romantic connection. So I'm really yeah. rooting for her. I really like what I've seen so far with Piper. I think she mm. and Matt have a good connection. And I just, what I know about her outside of the show, she just seems like a great person. And I'm so rooting for her as well. Um, and then Brie. Yeah, I love Brie as well. And yeah. I think that there's a lot of potential there. Who knows if we're wrong? These are just like, oh, we want to be friends with them. So we want them to win. <laughs> right, picks, right. But, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you, yeah. ladies. Piper definitely could be a dark horse. I think she has a lot to offer. Uh-huh. And yeah. they do have a nice connection for sure. I think Abigail is just kind of slipping off his radar. I do hope that this episode, she kind of mm-hmm. gets back on it. Because I agree she is doing amazing things for the deaf community. I actually have a deaf brother, so I really appreciate seeing more oh. of the deaf community, you know, on TV. That makes yeah. me really, really happy. So she'd be an incredible lead, I think, as well. Michelle, for yeah. sure. Brie. Yeah, that's pretty much, that's like my top three, I would say. So I think there's some really great girls. It's going to be really interesting who goes to paradise. I think that we'll have a really good paradise this year. Um, we better. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a lot of women that would be good picks, whether it be to actually find a relationship on Paradise or just to bring a little bit of drama. There's some mm-hmm. there's some sassy women on on Matt's cast that would do well of you know with the vibes on Paradise and <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, bring some good TV to everyone for sure. And we can't not mention Katie because Katie is the real oh, yeah. queen who has been speaking up about the bullying, and I'm really glad that she brought it all to Matt, who was very unaware (laughs) to be nice of the situation so anyway Uh it's definitely been an interesting season um it'll be interesting to see you know what the next season of the bachelorette will bring as well but the franchise never you know lets us down with the drama and with the uh, the story we're always hooked and engaged so what is kind of like your whole mo for your podcast are you more of like a recap are you do you like to have like guests on like what what is kind of your formula for it Yeah, so we kind of do a little bit of everything. We always start our show out with what we call our basic bulletin, which is talking about any, um, I guess, news and like pop culture or Mm -hmm. anything, um, you know, regarding politics. We're really into social justice conversations. So anything um, that would go under that category, we start off with. Um, And then we usually transition into our wine of the week. We're both big winos. I think it also is a really basic bitch thing to to (laughs) love some wine. So we try to feature local wineries weekly and also, you know, accessible wines that can be found all over the country since we have, you know, listeners from east to west coast. And sometimes we'll throw in some educational pieces about the wine because I like to nerd out on on viticulture. (laughs) But we also, of course, chat Bachelor Buzz, which is where we talk about any, you know, 
notable news or gossip from anyone in Bachelor Nation from the prior week. And then our newest segment, which we introduced last season, is our Tea Time segment. And it's really where we pick a contestant from the previous week's episode that really stuck out to us and someone we want to know a little bit more about. And so we'll just do a quick deep dive on them, bringing our listeners new information on this person that they haven't seen on their screens, I should say, or, you know, outside of their ABC cast bio. So we kind of look around on their social media and try to find other things to get to know them better. I and love then before, that. yeah. And then before we actually watch the show, because um, we do a pre-pod and a post-pod, meaning <laughs> we start the show we start our show recording before The Bachelor or Bachelorette airs. We watch it and then we come back and do our post show. So before we even go watch, we do what's called Bitch's Best Guess, where we predict what's going to happen in the episode. And it's always pretty funny to go back and listen because our guesses are usually so wrong, but it's just so, um, <laughs> I guess, entertaining to see like, oh gosh, like we were so hopeful of this and boy, were we wrong. So then the last half of the show is Bitch's Break It Down, which is, of course, recapping the show, talking about the highlights and you know our opinions on it and oftentimes we um, take the kind of uh, devil's advocate perspective or approach um, when talking about certain events from that episode um, just trying to get our listeners to think a little bit deeper into the why about certain you know events that happen or play out during that show that is so genius I've never heard of a podcast doing that that is so smart ladies like you I love that you go and kind of give your best guess at first and then you watch the show and then you come back and you're like oh nope we were wrong and this was what happened but that's so fun because you like take the listener on a journey with you mm-hmm. absolutely yeah they well and they start off the night of us you know sipping on some wine and and doing our predictions and then by the time we come back it's been a couple of hours a couple of glasses and we're ready to go they're like a couple bottles sometimes. No. <laughs> sign me up sign me up that sounds great now I'm curious who was your deep dive from last week we did, we did the, the five new girls. Yeah, we knew that these oh. five new ladies were being introduced. So we just did a quick deep dive on the five of them just so we could get, you know, acclimated with who they were. And so that's who we focused on. And then we also actually, um, in our first episode of the season, mm-hmm. we did a deep dive on Chris Harrison because we're like, wait a minute, <laughs> we don't actually know that much about Chris Harrison. So we've even done him. So what is your opinion on Chris Harrison? Because I am pretty torn. I mean, I'm so grateful to him just for bringing this whole franchise, you know, to life for us. But I really, I would love to hear. What is your, like, overall opinion of him? So I think that the show would not have become what it is without him. And I also think that if he were to depart from the show as the host, it would change the show insanely um and I don't know if it would be in the best way my opinion on him has always usually been like oh we call him Papa Chris like he's you know the consistent person throughout all of the seasons but lately we've been seeing a lot less of him but I know he's doing some more in the in the background with producing um but personally on him like outside of the show I do find it interesting his relationship with Lauren Zima for example (laughs) um and a lot of the I guess opinions or theories about who he really is as a person as it pertains to I guess his lifestyle and his views on a lot of important topics right now and we found when we were trying to do a deep dive on him that he has kept his personal life pretty personal in a way it was really hard to get some random facts and um we were you know we do our fbi investigation (laughs) and really try and dig in and 
you know, search his family and things like that. And it was just really hard to get anything other than the basic facts about him. So um, I would I would just love to to know, honestly, more about him before I can really, um, I guess, give a, a big opinion. Yeah, he seems to be pretty private. And I mean, I, I don't blame him. He sees all of the stuff that comes out on the people <laughs> on the show. So he knows how to remain private. But yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's interesting that he is moving to Texas and how that's going to play with the, you know, with the whole show being filmed in L.A., I loved seeing the Nimicol and it was just so beautiful. Actually, I want to take my husband there for our anniversary in March. <laughs> I love that. We were saying we should go. We want to do like a girls weekend or like meet up with our other Bachelor, you know, nation podcast friends and have a girls weekend at Nimicol. And so right? I get that. It's gorgeous. So yeah. much fun. The other thing I want to do is go to Bachelor in Paradise's hotel. I can't remember the name of it. I just yeah. forgot. I want to go there in October, like a girl's trip. So I'm working on both of those. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll have to take lots of videos and pictures and report back. One of our podcast friends, they went to La Quinta um, oh, right after Tasha and Claire's um, season concluded. And so they were just giving us a whole video tour the whole time of this is where this happened. And it was just really funny to see their perspective. That is so much fun. I would love to do that. Yeah, that's kind of my goal for 2021. It's pretty sad. (laughs) But it'll be fun. Um, So back to Lauren Zima, what is your opinion on her? Do you think that the relationship that they have I mean it's so funny because Lauren's always like oh this is an exclusive and I'm like well no kidding <laughs> like, no kidding you're getting the exclusive uh you're sleeping with the guy who created the show like I get that so what do you guys think of her in general are you a fan of her I personally I like her as a person and I guess as a um host on her her show I really um liked watching her roses and rosé I think she is hilarious and um has some really great viewpoints on what happens in the show and her recap and things that she points out that I wouldn't have noticed normally during the show Mm -hmm. as far as her relationship with Chris I do find it very interesting (laughs) just with her you know being in the entertainment industry and then dating Chris Harrison and her reporting and having a show like Roses and Rosé that talks about The Bachelor. And I just want to know when they have like dinner at night and stuff, like what their conversations are (laughs) if Chris does spill some tea early to her or if he is actually very good about keeping his mouth closed. I'm, I'm so curious of how that plays out in their relationship. Yeah, right. and I'm I'm more of a skeptic when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. I feel that there's something going on there mm-hmm. as far as there's certain things that is fed to her for particular reasons, and maybe she posts, you know, I, I've seen some tweets or, you know, an Instagram post about, what do you guys think about this? And it's like, I'm wondering if ABC works with her in a way of, hey, this is the narrative we want to put out in the in social media. Can you help perpetuate this narrative by posting yep. about this like certain topic or whatever it might be? So, um, yeah, it's definitely an interesting, uh, I guess, point of conversation because we don't really know what goes on behind the scenes, whether it's in regard to Chris and Lauren directly or even their contracts, like with ET and ABC, like what is there a partnership going on that we'll, you know, we don't know about, but I guess we just have to keep on, <laughs> uh, you know, having the 
conspiracy theory conversations because we'll never know the truth. <laughs> right. No, I completely agree with you. I think it's definitely sus. A lot of the stuff that we see from her, I'm like, mm-hmm. And I do wonder if, you know, Chris <laughs> is telling her, you know, oh, Matt chooses blah, blah, blah at the end or, you know, and then this happens or whatever. It's just, it's, I definitely have thought about that to be a fly on the wall, right? Just to hear mm-hmm. what's mm-hmm. going on. Okay. Now you both love The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, fr- the franchise in general. Who are your favorites, like past contestants, past leads? Who are your like favorites? So my opinions actually changed quite recently, but I used to be a big Caitlin Bristow stan. I've loved her since we first saw her on our screen. I was a huge fan of her podcast and I still am. I just, it's obviously, there's so many podcasts to listen to these days. It's hard to keep up with everyone's, Mm -hmm. but um, I really loved her and I'm, uh, you know, big fan of her and Jason's relationship because I was heartbroken to see Jason mm-hmm. Tardick, uh, you know, not make it to the end um, on the season that he was on. So love Caitlin. And then I really loved Hannah Brown. I think she was a great lead. Unfortunately, her season ended the way that it did. But both women, unfortunately, I feel like have been making some questionable decisions on their social media lately about yeah. topics that are, you know, at a all-time high, I guess, as far as importance right now. And so I, I'm really reevaluating, I guess, who I support um, in that perspective. And I always, you know, do some solid researching and uh, reflecting before I make a decision like that. But it kind of breaks my heart because I, I loved them so much, and now I'm questioning that a little bit. Um, and then, of course, you got to love Ben Higgins. I mean, <laughs> what's not to love about the guy? He's just a sweetie, and I think he is so genuine and you know some folks have opinions on him and his lifestyle outside of the show but I think he's a great person and I think for me I agree with Lauren um on the Hannah B situation I absolutely fell in love with her on Colton season um I love Hannah Beast it was really great to see someone not be like that picture perfect person that girls typically see on the show um you know you tended to see her like without makeup on um she has like a little red nose um and she's like that southern charm um but I also really love Demi and I think their relationship was really sweet and seeing Demi on Paradise was really great we got to see more of her personality she just does not give any fucks and I love that um, because in reality TV you can really um, you know not showcase your personality and be nervous all the time and be a little bit more inward and she just really shined and just like let go and opened up on screens for us mm-hmm. yeah she's definitely refreshing change from you know a lot of the other typical contestants more typical contestants but I think it'd be really interesting to see Demi as a lead, although I feel like we'd have to have men and women on the show, which, I mean, I think that'd be really, really interesting. But I would love that. Right? That would be incredible. Speaking of leads, the next lead, The Bachelorette, or even The Bachelor that will come after, do you guys have anyone in mind? And I know there's been a lot of chatter about having, like, previous leads. What are your thoughts on that as well? Yeah, I was just listening to an episode on another podcast about this, and it got me thinking because they brought up Becca Kufrin as a potential Mm -hmm. lead, and I wouldn't be opposed to that. I think that what she's done lately, especially on her social media being 
super transparent and open about her journey since breaking up with her fiance um, mm-hmm. and the reasons why she did that. I think it would be incredible to see her again as a lead because I think we would see a different person because it sounds like she's grown and changed in so many positive ways that we would get another, you know, a whole different experience with her. Um, but I know folks are opposed to that, you know, having another lead come on a, as another lead. Um, so I think there's some women on Matt's season that could be great as we talked about earlier i think with abigail i think she'd be phenomenal i know a lot of people are rooting for katie i wouldn't be mad about that but i definitely have you know enjoyed seeing diversity on our screen so i think it would be you know a win if we continue to have some more diversity as it pertains to the lead um so if you know if brie didn't make it to the end or michelle i would love to see them as our next bachelorette definitely i would personally really love to see someone that hasn't been on our screen yet kind of like what they've done with Matt although Matt was you know he's best friends with Tyler Cameron so he's already kind of in the bachelor world without being in the bachelor nation world um he's connected in some way but I would really love to see like you know throwback with like the original bachelorette bachelor when they would choose someone that hasn't been on our screen yet that we don't know and just Go back to basics. Bachelor basics. <laughs> so are you thinking of some, like, still a celebrity or someone we literally have never seen? Someone we literally have never seen, like an average Joe. When I, I kind of think back to Jason Mesnick, yeah. yeah, with his season. You know, he was just an average guy. Yeah, and that was one of the most dramatic seasons that we've ever had, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> For the switcheroo <laughs> and all of that. So. Truly. Interesting. Yeah, I think I think that would be a good idea as well. What about the room? Not rumors, but there's some talk, a little bit of talk about Kelly Peters X being the Bachelorette. What do you guys think about that? <laughs> she bores me. <laughs> <laughs> I would not. I wouldn't be very excited about that. Um, I I don't think she has the personality to, to be the Bachelorette. Um, I feel like to be the lead on the show, you have to be someone who's incredibly strong, outgoing, outspoken, mm-hmm. um, and charismatic. yeah, charismatic. And I don't, I bet you she's a great person. And, you know, I, she was quiet already on Peter's season. I just don't think she has the personality to, to be a lead. I'm a big fan of people taking the proper and like, you know, healthy amount of time to get over a past relationship. And I almost wonder, obviously I can't speak for her or other folks, but you know, what really making sure that she's, you know, had closure with the relationship that she had with Peter. I mean, they were together for a decent amount of time and it takes time to heal from a relationship ending. So would she be ready? I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, she wouldn't be my number, you know, or in top five of, of picks for that. So it'll be interesting to see what ABC does. I would be shocked if they did because I've seen a lot of people angry about that <laughs> rumor. Yeah. So it's like if ABC does decide to go that route, it's almost like they're doing it to spite everyone, which I don't know how that would play out with, with their ratings. Well, I will say she is one of the nicest people that I've ever, like, 
spoken to in Bachelor Nation. We've she's been super supportive of my page and just of of my podcast uh-huh. and just everything. So I do adore her, but I do feel that it's way too soon. And also, I feel like uh-huh. the show needs someone who they can kind of manipulate, and I don't see them manipulating Kelly at all yeah, as the lead, that's true. right? I mean, they just have to be able to convince them of certain things. And as we saw in Peter's season, she was very strong-willed and she was very, you know, she didn't want to play into the drama. So I don't see yeah, that I being a good lead. I remember that. Right. Yeah, I remember her being super, you know, against getting involved in any of the drama, which that's great. I mean, I would probably, I think I would be the same way, but she just was, there for you know the right reasons as they say but she just didn't want to get involved and yeah as you said I don't I don't know if that would work for a lead unfortunately they do unfortunately need that manipulative (laughs) I guess quality which is kind of a bummer if you think about it it is it is though Mm -hmm. now did you guys watch listen to your heart when it aired (laughs) so we watched about one episode and yeah, I, I didn't make it past the first episode we came from the generation that was like dedicated and obsessed with like American Idol and Mm -hmm. The Voice so I think we had exhausted I guess the room in our like heads to want to watch (laughs) another like musical talent show I've heard great things about the contestants on that show I know there are some people that are wanting for them to come on as a lead or you know in Bachelor or Bachelorette so that that would be actually an interesting place to pull from Mm-hmm. for you know contestants or leads but no we didn't watch the show I, we just couldn't get into it I think we were just uh we're, I don't know we're I thought it was shows. a little cheesy like the first episode I was like wait so they like sing to each other and they're supposed to fall in love it was just a little <laughs> a little much for me <laughs> a little far-fetched well the contestants have all been so wonderful I've I've had the opportunity to have them on my live show and I got to know a lot of them, and I can say they're really great people. But I would love yeah. to see my top choice for Bachelorette is Rudy, hands down, because she is so amazing. Not only is she beautiful, she's so talented, she's so kind, she is so fun and a little crazy, like in a good way. She would be mm-hmm. so much fun, and she like falls for guys quickly. So I think it would be. <laughs> Really interesting to see her juggle all those men. I, yeah. I'm i really hoping and pulling for her. And if not, paradise. But I really, really hope that she um, becomes the next lead. That's kind of my number one choice <laughs> right now. So yeah, we'll, I think we'll it would see. be an interesting play for them to pull from Listen to Your Heart. Because pro- I know we're not the only ones that didn't watch. And so not everyone in Bachelor Nation um, already has, you know, kind of an opinion on those people so it could kind of feel like a new person that they haven't met yet but that person is also familiar with the process right exactly so So just one more question before we wrap up uh really enjoyed having you guys here um are there any other reality tv shows that you guys are really excited about like that you've been watching for a long time that are kind of like your go-to's anything that you really love gosh i love binge watching 90 day fiance it is a guilty pleasure. Mine and my husband's will sit on the couch and just watch like 10 episodes back to back. <laughs> and there's so many spinoffs of that show too that you never get bored. There and are. there's always a new episode. But I also really love Love Island, but yes. not the American version. I love the UK version. Um, something about the accents and like their culture. 
And I, I just started watching that one and it's never been the same for me, but those are two that I'm hooked on. I really enjoyed Love is Blind and The Circle yeah. on Netflix. Yeah. So I would not be opposed to seeing more seasons of both of those. I, I did watch The Circle Brazil and there was another country that had The Circle. But anyway, I really liked those two concepts. They're new and fresh. So would love to see more of that. Yeah, The Circle actually was supposed to, I don't know if you heard this or not, but they were supposed to film season two, I believe, like last month. And mm. it got pushed because of COVID, but that is definitely happening. Season two is happening, so that's good. And then also Love is Blind, they're going to have two and three, seasons two and three. Oh, so that makes my heart so happy. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Funny that the circle got pushed because of COVID when you're literally quarantined in the show, <laughs> like you're by yourself in a little apartment. So that's kind of funny. I know. And what's funny is I interviewed Chris from the circle and he, uh-huh. he was like, you know, what was so ironic is we literally were quarantined before we had to be then quarantined when we got home because <laughs> the, the filming ended literally like a month before quarantine started. Isn't that nuts? So they got like a boot camp training of how to quarantine. (laughs) They really did. And he's like, and my my popularity didn't really like explode because of like he couldn't do any press or you know what I mean? Like he couldn't like travel around and do press because of quarantine. But he was such a sweetheart. I just I love him. He's so hilarious. And he's just Mm -hmm. he's just real. You know, it was just nice to like see someone be like real and authentically themselves. But I agree. Those those concepts are so fresh. I will say Love Island UK. I could not get into and I think it was (laughs) because the accents were throwing me off. But that was just because I watched Love Island, the USA version first. And I had like this perception of like how the show is going to go. And so that just like threw me off. But I love Temptation Island, and I can't wait for season three of Love Island, which is going to be in Hawaii. So that'll be really cool. Yes, yes. Yeah, I could always tell when Alex has been watching Love Island UK because she'd call me and start talking in a British accent. I'm like, <laughs> I fancy you. <laughs> you guys are too cute. Well, is there any uh, last-minute tea that you guys want to spill before we wrap up? Because is there anything that you guys like just found out recently that you can share with us? I always love to ask. I saw something this morning. I haven't actually sat down to read it yet, but it was an article from a old roommate of Matt James, and it had some pretty controversial uh, stuff in it regarding her feeling, I think the word was uncomfortable or unsafe with him, living with him. So I'm intrigued to see what that's about. And of course, you know, if it's true, but it's uh, interesting. There's some folks coming out of the cracks to uh, maybe stir the pot a little bit with him. Um, so that was, that's the newest thing that I've heard. So I guess go check that out. Cause I also haven't read it yet. <laughs> yes. I did see that actually as well. And I just kind of briefly glanced over it, but my first thought is, does it, is this person trying to ride coattails? Like, is this person just trying to, right. you know what I mean? It's kind of right. So that was my first thought. What, what is the motivation for doing this? And are they on good terms now kind of thing? So I don't know. But yeah, that's why I'm always like not super quick to go and read those things because it seems kind of like, oh, you're just out here to, you know, get your five seconds in and then we'll never hear about you again. So it's very interesting. Right. I do love seeing that Nick is finally coming out with his girlfriend of one year which is insane they've got yeah, natalie year. finally right i know and i think it's just because they got caught 
together, like being seen together. I'm um, kind of like Hannah B and her new man, Adam Willard. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, he probably was just like, oh, screw it. You know, we're just gonna, we're just gonna come out with it. But there are rumors that she's pregnant. Did you hear of that? I have heard those rumors. Obviously, I'm, I'm a big fan of waiting for confirmation before, for sure. you know, of course, continue to talk about it. But like, I also found it weird. I've seen on a lot of forums, people are like so upset and bothered by the age difference between Nick and his girlfriend, because I think he's 17 years older than her. But I'm like, I thought we were past that people. Like, I thought we've moved on from this whole age thing. I mean, like, we all know most, I shouldn't blanket term, but most men, you know, aren't as mature as the age they are. So it's like, what's the big deal? I don't know what you're, if you've heard or seen other opinions on that, but I found that to be interesting as well. Yeah. To be honest, he wants a huge family. So he needs someone who is in like child, you know, childbearing age, like not, (laughs) right. I mean, I'm not being rude. I just, that's just like, right. right? That's what he wants. So, I mean, he's been wanting kids since like yesterday. Like he is obsessed with having a huge family. So (laughs) if she's on board with that and she, you know, wants a lot of kids too, then why not? I mean, I'm just ready for him to like yeah. knock her up. So that's why I'm saying, I think that she <laughs> might be pregnant. I hope that I can come back in a couple of weeks and, and confirm that because I'd be really excited. He is an awesome guy. He, I met him at Ashley and Jared's wedding shower along with Ben Higgins and I was blown away. He was the nicest, like he just, editing sucks. Like editing just yes, sucks. Yes, it does. Totally. <laughs> right. Just... I, we're always excited for baby news. I know we were excited to see Diggy's announcement of yes. um, his little girl on the way. I think it's the girl, right? Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. And he's such a nice guy. Yeah. I know. Yes. So, bring on the baby. And Crystal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anytime you get a like bachelor. 29 weeks pregnant. Yeah. Anytime wow. a bachelor baby comes, we love it. Alex just had a baby eight weeks ago. Yeah. So we are all things baby right now. We love yes, all babies. So baby of mine. I love making posts like that. It makes me so happy. Well, you ladies have been so amazing. I loved having you on. You'll have to come back. I uh, really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you for telling us all about your podcast. You guys, please go listen to them. Where can they find you? Where can they subscribe? Tell us all the details. Yeah, so we are on all podcast platforms. Just search The Basic Bitch Podcast. You can also find us on Instagram at The Basic Bitch Podcast. And then we do live tweet during The Bachelor on Mondays. We are Pacific time, so we're, you know, a little bit behind compared to East Coast. But you can find us on Twitter at uh, Basic Bitch Pod. And those are kind of the main places we hang out. Perfect. Well, definitely loved having you on. You guys, thank you so much for listening Stay safe out there, but always stay cozy. Till next time, bye.